Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey friends, I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. It has been a long time since I sat down here with you all. Uh, I know I mentioned back in the last episode I recorded, I was planning to take a break for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all the holiday excitement to just really focus on being with my family and not not be doing other things and really just try to enjoy that season. Then we all got sick and we've just been kind of getting through that. I know there are so many things going around these days, so maybe some of you had a similar holiday season uh, with some sickness involved, and if so, I'm sorry. It's not a fun way to spend those times, but hopefully we are all on the mend and jumping back in here. I'm glad to be back. I have thought of you all a lot and prayed for you, and I'm just glad to be back here sharing this time and this space together. So, before we totally jump in, I want to do our verse of the month. This is totally new from before, obviously, since it was such a long break. So, this is the verse that I've kind of been working on memorizing, and I just like to share that with you all, and we can either memorize it together or just listen to it and absorb the truth together. So, uh, this is Ephesians 2, 4 through 5. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. I'll probably go more in depth talking about that verse a little more in a different episode, but I just wanted to start us off with some scripture before we kind of jump in. So today I want to talk about this idea, I've been thinking about this a lot, even just over the holiday season and over this season of sickness that my family had. This is an idea that a friend brought up to me quite a while ago, and it has just really stuck in my head and been one of those things that I've just been chewing over, and so I wanted to share it with all of you. But it's this idea, this question of, what if somebody were to write a biography of your life, whether it's while you're still alive, after you're gone, at some point, somebody's sitting down to write a biography of your life. How would this chapter read? The chapter you're living right now, whatever kind of season you're going through, this day, this week, this month, this year, what would this chapter be like if someone were to write a biography of you? Maybe you're in an easy season. If you're in an easy season, would this chapter of your book 
look like, well, she pretty much spent a lot of time staring at her phone and scrolling through things and didn't really make a lot of progress on areas she wanted to grow in. Mostly she kind of just wasted a whole bunch of time <laughs> during this easy season. Things got done, things were fine, but no real growth, no real things, no life change happened. Or would it look like a chapter about how you took advantage of this calm, quote-unquote easy season in your life to pour love out to others who were hurting, to go out of your way to love other people well, or about how you poured your time and energy into growing in some area. Maybe it was developing new skills at work or spending hours and hours just reading and playing games with your kids and enjoying their childhood with them. Or maybe it was about how you started a new hobby, you took up painting, and eventually that became this big, wonderful thing in your life. Maybe you weren't a world-famous painter, but it wasn't a joy to you and something that you loved. Maybe it's a chapter about how you developed a new skill, you started some new activity. So I think we would probably all want something more like that second kind of thing, not a chapter about how we kind of just coasted through an easy season and we sort of just let life happen to us, but a chapter about how we took that time and we used it. We used it well and we grew and we loved and we learned and we brought light to the world around us. Maybe you're in a hard season. Maybe it's a hard day. Maybe it's a hard week. Maybe it's been a hard last two years. <laughs> I think that's, you know, for all of us, it has been a very interesting last two years. For some of us, harder than others, depending on your circumstances. So if you're in a hard season, whatever it looks like, whatever reasons it's hard, would this chapter in your biography be a story, a chapter full of how you complained and grumped your way through it and you made life even more miserable for everyone around you, you dragged everyone down, you were just like bitter and full of resentment? Or would it be a chapter about how you chose to cling to the good, to focus on cultivating beauty even in dark times, about bringing joy to those around you who were also going through hard times? What kind of chapter, what kind of story would your life tell if someone were to write your biography years and years from now as you go through this difficult season? I think we can all probably think of a book we've read, a movie we've seen, a show we've watched, where there's a character or a set of characters who go through some deeply challenging season, but they do it with courage and they still choose to love others, they choose to grow in character, they choose to live joyfully in the midst of darkness. Those stories are so powerful because they really demonstrate that ownership that we can take of our own stories our own ability to choose joy in the midst of darkness and tell the same sort of story with your own life. And it has the power to not only change your life, but the lives of your children, the lives of your friends, your husband, the people around you, and really future generations. If you think about your children are watching how you live through a difficult season, 
that's going to change their lives. That's going to change how they can approach difficult seasons, which will affect their children and their children's children and so on. And that's not to put pressure or to make you feel guilty or like all the weight of the world is on your shoulders or you're going to totally screw up your kids if you have a rough day or something, but just to inspire us that the way we live through difficult seasons and through easy seasons has power to positively affect the lives of so many people. We're all going to have quote-unquote easy. I mean, it's, it's life and it's parenthood, so I don't know how much it's completely easy, but we're all going to have easier seasons and more challenging chapters in our life stories. But whatever season you're in, whatever type of story is playing out in your life right now, there is opportunity for you to live it out intentionally, to think about what kind of story you're telling those around you with your life. So that's kind of our perspective shift, if you will, or just just different way of looking at it for today. But practically, what does this even look like? You know, okay, I'm going through an easier season or I'm going through a rough season. How do I do this? How do I live the story I want to? And I think the best way to start probably is journaling it out. If that is how you process well, go on a walk and talk out loud to yourself. I often talk out loud to myself while I'm on a walk. Maybe people think I'm crazy. I guess if they do, I don't really care too much. Um, maybe you talk about this with a friend, bring up this episode, you know, share this episode with a friend and then talk about it together. What would I want the story of this chapter of my life to look like if someone were writing it out? So I think as you're talking, journaling, whatever, conversing with someone, kind of start with, okay, how would I want someone to write the story of my life this month, this week, this day? And then to think, what are one or two concrete steps that I can take to start making this the reality of my story? It can be really overwhelming to try to completely shift things, to completely turn things around, but start with one or two concrete steps that you can take. And remember, you, you can't control the plot completely of this hypothetical biography. You can't control what happens to you, the protagonist, but you can control your own storyline, how you respond, what you say, what you do, your attitude in the midst of whatever storyline, whatever plot is playing out in your life. So this is just kind of a, a simple example, like let's say it's a wintry, cold, gloomy day. There have been a few of these in my life recently. It's winter and we've had a lot of snow or ice. Say you're quote-unquote stuck at home with one or two or three or ten small people who depend on you for their food, their sustenance, their bathroom needs, uh, providing some sort of structure to their day, some education, help with conflict resolution, all the things that we know little people are depending on us for. There's gloomy weather outside, there's many, many needs inside, there's not really anywhere to go, or the roads are bad and you don't want to go out and risk dangerous roads for not any good reason. So one way this chapter could play out, and I'm not going to go super in-depth to this because this is not where we want to focus, but is you having a gloomy heart that matches the weather outside, grumpy words coming out of you, 
then lo and behold, your children are going to have a grumpy, gloomy heart and grumpy words are going to come out and they're going to be bickering and you're going to be grumpy at them and they're going to be grumpy at each other and it's going to snowball and not the good kind of snowball. It's going to be miserable. So that's how one way how this chapter could read of just this one day. Another way the chapter could read, it might look like, well, she woke up and she saw it was not a day they were going to go anywhere. So she started her day by writing out five things to be grateful for, a warm house, plenty of food, lots of books to read, getting to spend the day with these little people, snuggles, whatever it looks like. She turned on some beautiful music. She lit some candles or she put some essential oil on a diffuser. She made hot chocolate for the little people. She got excited to snuggle on the couch with a pile of wiggly kids reading stories about snow and then let them take apart the couch and build their own igloo out of couch cushions. And in the middle of the day, when things got rough again, she chose to thank God for a warm and cozy house once again on a day when she could have spent the time lamenting the fact that they couldn't go and spend hours and hours at the park playing. And while they played, she spent time walking the baby around for a nap and praying for friends who she knew were also inside with little ones on this snowy day. Then she sent a couple of quick encouraging texts to those friends, and when the igloo game inevitably included some squabbles, she interrupted what she was doing cheerfully, or at least not super angrily, uh, to sit with the little people and help them talk it through to build valuable communication skills and problem-solving skills. And this, this description could keep going about how this day could look in ways that are beautiful and lovely in the midst of what could have been a gloomy, miserable, dark day. So looking at this example, a couple of concrete things to do to kind of shift into this positive story that you would want to have is start the day with gratitude to frame your attitude. Uh, choose to create an atmosphere of lovely things for your senses and your small people's senses, like music, lovely smells, anything else, wonderful things to taste. Uh, maybe it's a Play-Doh day or a bath day. Just play in the bath and let your senses enjoy that. I mean, maybe you want to take a bath too, maybe nap time, but I meant like let the kids play, have a bubble bath, something for their senses. See this day as an opportunity to love, an opportunity to do ministry in your own home by meeting needs. We, you know, we think about going into the world and doing ministry and meeting needs, and that is very good, and we should. We also have these opportunities in our own home. Your infant is physically incapable of wiping their own butt. And, and it is a, a mercy and a ministry and a love, a way to serve others when you do that. Seeing this day as an opportunity to worship God and the little things you do, whether you eat or drink, we've talked about this verse before, whether you eat or drink or wash dishes or hold a crying baby or potty train a toddler, do it all for the glory of God. So those would be a few like concrete places that you could start to make this one day chapter how you would want someone to write the story of your day. And 
your hard season or your easy season may be bigger than just this day. This was just kind of to give some, some concrete examples of something that many of us can probably relate to a similar kind of day. So maybe your difficult chapter, like I said, seems way more trying than a snowy day inside with littles. You can still choose your attitude and your actions to tell a story of love and courage and joy in the midst of a challenging chapter. I hope this episode has been encouraging to you wherever you're at, whatever kind of story is happening in your life right now. If this episode was a bright light in your day, I just ask that you would share it with a friend, uh, tell someone about the podcast so that they can listen to this episode too, and hopefully change the story that they are in the middle of, change the chapter in their biography, and we can all move towards this being practically joyful moms. It's not going to be perfect, but it can look like more joy even in the middle of a difficult season.